And welcome to Diamond Dreams Miami Up and In. We got some new music tonight, Mike. We do, we do. Big shout out to Sammy Love, who's providing this music. Follow him, Evolve Music, across all social media platforms. He plays with this amazing cover band, Radio Stereo. And he started a live band karaoke project called Karaoke Kings. This is exclusive for us. This, this is music, exclusive. right? He this made is exclusive this, stuff. This, this is, is for, just for, for us, us. For for our podcast. With a capital U. Yes, sir. And, you know, if you want to see him perform locally, you know, we'll, we'll post his information on Instagram. So you could, um, you know, you guys could follow him, go see him play. Amazing band. I also know the lead singer of the band. She's a fr- friend of the family. Good to know people. Let's just say, good to know people. Good to know people. So, uh, Sammy Love, thank you for, for the music. Awesome. And, Mike, we got some another thank you. To give to somebody special who delivered so, something. So yeah, tonight. so every two, every time we do a recording, we're gonna do uh, we're gonna support our local businesses. And uh, today we have here a, a what they call you a charcuterie 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 board boards and bites by Kathy, one of our moms from the academy, uh, Nathan Moreno's mom. And uh, we're gonna be posting some pictures uh, up and her information. Absolutely, and we look forward to doing this every time we record. Have a little food for the guests, a little snack. Support local business. Yeah, and unofficial sponsors, as always, Diamond Dreams Miami always, Baseball Academy. Always, we're here. Armando Alvarez Realtor. You know, we have another realtor here. We in sure the, do. We sure do. <laughs> Miami's a big city. <laughs> Miami's a big city. And and a quick congrats to David and Kristen Espinoza. They're going to have their third boy. Their boy, wow. third batter. He said, un, un piquete. One more. He's, he's un ready. Piquete. He's ready. Oh, we want to welcome two very special guests to the podcast. We got Coach Eric Cabrera hey, from Diamond Dreams. How you doing, man? You Thanks doing? for coming on. <laughs> yeah. And we got uh, another, one of the dads from the academy. Awesome dude. You know, we, we hit it off right away. He stayed for a couple of the, of our, of our games here during the, um, the T-Ball Instructional League. David Vela, his kids, Bryce and Jaden, both play. Yes, sir. Yes, both, sir. Both of Welcome, them. man. Thank for, you, guys. First timers? First timers? First yeah. timers. Yeah, yeah. okay. First time. Yeah. Right. Have you guys ever done a podcast before? Never. First time. Never. Awesome. Never. Let's see how it goes. But not nice and easy. You know, take a deep breath. Just go. We're just having a conversation. We're going to be talking Otani and Judge in <laughs> just a, a little bit. But you know what? Let's just talk about it now because we're waiting for the announcement, right? We're waiting for it. They're about to announce it any second. You know, as we're live, as we're recording this, they're going to announce the MVP, right? For the American League. You guys will hear it on your own schedule in the car tomorrow or whatever. But National League, Paul Goldschmidt won the award. I think he was deserving. 317 average, 35 home runs, 115 ribbies. He went against Nolan Arenado, his teammate, Mike, and Manny Machado. But I think the right guy won. I think the right guy won. A uh, guy put up some monster numbers. Um, you know, anywhere that guy goes, started off in Arizona. Guy comes out, rakes. Guy absolutely rakes. He's a threat, changes the whole lineup. Well-deserved MVP. Like to, would like to see him produce a little more in the, the playoff uh, spectrum of things. But, but, nice nice, nice pick. I'm with it. No, yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I agree with the pick. And, and Eric, you know, in, in today's baseball where, when, when I grew up, and I, I think I'm much older than, than you and, and than you as well, but when, when, when I was growing up, there was a ton of guys who hit 300. Now to hit 300, it's, it's rare, but he was one of the guys that hit, I mean, he hit 317. Good contact and power hitter. Hey, now is just lift the ball and try hitting home runs. <laughs> 300 is pretty hard right now. It's just home runs and home runs and all of that. 
It's pretty. It's pretty wild. Especially the strikeout ratios are so much higher. You know what I mean? To, nobody to, cares. To, nobody cares. Nobody you know? cares to strike out anymore. It's just home run. That's that's all in games though. Yeah, man. It's uh, you know, back back when I was growing up, I grew up in the era of Wade Boggs and Tony Gwynn. Those were contact hitters. Those guys Poke. used to go and and slap the ball. Poke the other way. And 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 David, you know, on on the other. On the other league, you know, we have this big. We're gonna have this argument now, right? Because it's 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 heated, right? Judge and Otani, who's the MVP? You know, Jordan Alvarez. I love him. He has my same last name. He's Cuban as well. So much love to the guy. But you know, he's just there. You know, third place. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He'll get a participation trophy. But David, who who do you think should win? Because I'll I'll, I'll let you guys go, and then I'll give my clear winner. I mean, Jordan had a, a absolute great season. Um, I the think beast. he showed out mostly in the postseason. That's where we really got to know who he was. But I think the clear-cut winner is Otani. Okay. <laughs> this is going to be good. All right, so we're, we're going yeah. to give him oh the award God, every year. It. Coach Eric, who do I you think it. is going to win? I am going for Otani, man. Every Dude, did I, two, two, two for Otani. Two for Otani. guest here today? No, this is good. This is good. This is great, man. This is this is great. Wow, you're you're just two to one right now, Coach Mike. Me? No, no, no. I want to hear you guys talk. I want to hear you guys talk. All right, Listen, Mike. I, I think I, I think I think that because of of the records that Judge broke, I think that he should get it. Okay, I think that without Judge, I think the Yankees lose thirty more games. Oh, you know absolutely. What I mean? Easy and. Then I can say because of him they got into the playoffs and got to where they did. They didn't perform the way we wanted to in the in the playoffs. But for me, if I'm picking right now, right before the show, I'm I'm picking uh, Aaron Judge. Yeah, and I'm I think Judge is a clear cut winner. The guy hit 311, 131 RBIs, and he kind of broke a record that has stood for 61 years. And also after the All Star break, Aaron Judge hit 349. Yankee teammates hit 223. Had it not been for Judge, it would have been a collapse of epic proportions. And look, don't get me wrong. I love Shohei Otani. I love the guy. I I wish he were a Yankee. Because, you know, when when he was coming into the major leagues, they talked about him becoming a Yankee. Ended up with the Angels. I I would trade the farm for that guy. He's a unicorn. Nobody's done this since Babe Ruth. I mean, you're talking about... Possibly the greatest player of all time because of what he did. And Otani might end up being one of the best of all time. But is it to me, if if he just does, and, and you know, we were talking a little bit before the podcast, but if if we just give him the MVP because he's a good pitcher and he's a good hitter, then we need to give him the MVP every year because anytime he has a good season, I mean, 15 and 9, 233 ERA, 219 strikeouts, Look. that's awesome. At the plate, 273, 35 home runs, 95 RBIs. At the end of the day, maybe it's not his fault, but the Angels stayed home. Yankees but, were in the playoffs, even though Judge kind of stayed home we, during we, the we playoffs. Can't, you know, it, it's, not, it's not just the fact that he's a two-way player, but this guy's putting up some monster numbers, okay? This guy, you can't just, oh, give him the MVP. No, man, like if he comes out next year and has a, 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 a crappy year, then no, he's not deserving. But what worries me is that his numbers this year – Got better. We're better than last year, yeah. and last year he was the MVP. especially on the mound. Especially on the mound. But I think the average went down a hair, but you know, give or take, that's eight ten hits. But well, the home runs went down. You know, I believe. but you know, the guy is still putting up some monster numbers. He's Look, and they're comparing his single season major league history to Pedro Martinez and Randy Johnson, 
233 ERA, and he had 11 point something strikeouts per per uh, nine innings. Peter Martinez had 13.2 in 99, Randy Johnson 12.3 in 97, Otani 11.9. And Coach Eric, you were talking about this. The guy, every time he would come out and pitch, he was strikeouts. a strikeout machine. Yes. Every single time he would go and, and, and pitch, he would get 10 strikeouts. He almost broke the record. I believe he was one game short. So no, the crazy. guy, the guy's an amazing. It's, it's interesting. It's going to be, I mean, it's, how do you vote this? If you're, if you're one of these guys, I, because we, we have a clue. Yeah. But we go back to what we talked about the other days. Most of these guys voting don't have a clue. They don't. So and how, look, do, how do they? How do you vote? Even though, even though, like Mike Clear could win or is judge, this is one of those instances that if it's like you know, if it's 50-50, something like that, I'm I'm cool with it. You know what I mean? Because because of who Otani is, David. You know, it, it doesn't. We're gonna talk. We're gonna talk about one that really bothered me in just a little bit, but. But Aaron Aaron Judge, I mean, he he had a year for for the record books. If if you know, if, if for those that didn't follow that ninety, I think it was like ninety eight, Maguire Sosa chase. This was just as good. Yeah, I mean, uh, my thing is, I know that he gets comparison a lot to those seasons, and then the other guys get hit with the steroids. But to me, you can't seventy three home runs. That's tough to beat, right? Yeah, to me, absolutely. To me, those are the the heavy hitters. Hey, we're ready here. We're ready. We got a you winner. Ready? We got, got a winner. winner. We got a winner. We got a winner. Volume up. Here we go. So we're we're watching we're watching the announcement here of the uh, of the winner for MVP. Oh, they're still talking to well, to Shohei yeah, to Shohei uh, Otani. So Aaron Judge and, and and David brings up a good point, right? Seventy three. I think you know seventy three is still the record. Even though, you know, we have, um, you know, we had the 62 season, a lot of people compare it, you know, the steroid era to the non-steroid era, et cetera, et cetera. But I mean, stuff to, do. to, to me, stuff Bar- to do. Barry Bonds, I watched him, I grew up watching him play and Barry Bonds is to me the greatest player to ever play the game. hundred percent. Oh yeah. 100%. Steroids, no steroids. You still need to hit the ball. And, and simple as that. And Barry Bonds had a career before he blew up, Mike. And and Big you know time. he came up with the Pirates, and he was a five-tool player. Listen, and 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 I think it was Candlestick Park back in the Pirates. Supposedly, in right center, they had this tunnel that ran through the building. It was like a delivery tunnel, and the wind that would come in through there supposedly took away like forty, another 40, 50 home runs from that guy. Supposedly. Oh, absolutely. You know, I mean, you know, he went to a friendlier stadium. Yes, did he get much bigger? Yes, but you know what? <laughs> At the time. Everybody was using it. There, there weren't there weren't any tests like before before night before Mark McGuire broke the record. They saw his little botellita of Andrew Stindion or whatever. Nobody was saying a damn thing. Nothing. Everybody was just happy that baseball was back and that people were watching it. One hundred percent. You know, so for those that complain, I'm I'm a big proponent. They should all be in the Hall of Fame. I mentioned it last week. Uh, Bonds, Clemens, everybody. They, they, the, they all need to be they're on. They're on that ballot now, right? It's, yeah. It's like yeah. a second chance ballot, kind of. It kind of sucks, you know? But it does. You know. But, you know, I, I, think, they'll, I think they'll get in. And <coughs> while we wait for the award, we had a little bit of a false alarm there. False but alarm, false alarm. Otani, Otani's there waiting for, <laughs> for the award, right? <laughs> uh, but one guy that did win, man, and I'm, I'm proud as hell of, of this kid, Sandy Alcantara. So happy the, for that guy. The Miami Marlins. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think it's time. We haven't seen any, any awards, any gold for a very long time. We were close with Jose in 2016, I believe it was. Yeah. I think he ended third in voting for the Cy Young. 
but um, he deserves it. Great pitcher, great guy. Let's see how long he sticks around. Yeah, and we, we saw him do great things on the mound, Mike. We did. The guy's nasty. Um, Eric, you, you're a big fan. You're a big I fan. Am, I know I you am, are. Anytime am, he was throwing, am, you would like to get those tickets. I am, man. Hey, it's basically you go to see him throw eight to nine innings. And it's crazy. He it's did crazy. it like five times, man. Yeah. Five times. That's not That's not easy. Did you stay in Miami? Not easy. Let's <laughs> hope. It, it depends on 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 uh, oh Bruce Sherman God. and Kim Ng and 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 the 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 hierarchy. I mean, he's he's signed for for a while, right? But you know, it depends. It, will it be a fire sale or not? You know, Skip Shoemaker's going to come in. You know, young young manager mm-hmm. gets a good opportunity. I was talking to someone this weekend that knows him personally and told me this guy's a no nonsense guy. He's going to come in. And lay down, you know, lay down the law. But you know what? They they need to improve that batting order because, you know, when I fight that, you know, we're, we're going to talk Spanglish here, right? Because we're, we are in Miami. This Diamond is Miami, not somewhere else, right? Pero, oye, una falta de respeto. That the guy goes out on the mound, he pitches the way he pitches. And they still lose. And still lose. Yeah, and get right. no there run support. Mm-hmm. They, they had a stat earlier in the year. He had never beaten the St. Louis Cardinals, his former team, yet he was 0-3 against them going into that game. Well, you know, Skip Schumacher, I played against him in the minors, and he was with the Cardinals organization. Um, cool move, cool, cool. John Jay brought him in, local guy, Columbus, right? Columbus, yep. UM, uh, big league guy, a couple World Series. Cool. Love the move. Love to get him on the show. But, guys, we got to get the players. Yep. We got to get the players here. We got to get the players here. We got to open up the checkbook, and we got to get the yep. players here so that those guys can get – mix of veterans and rookies and be able to do something with them. But dude, you can bring, you know, Billy Martin bags, bring uh, Joe <laughs> bring, bring Casey bags. Stengel, but bring my everybody. Point is that, that again, and I, and I compare it, I compare it a little bit, like a little bit to little league and Eric, you can relate and you and you dude, I'm the same coach. I've coached teams that are five and 15 and I've coached teams that are 15 and five. You know, you got to have the players, you got to have the form, you, you got to have the attendance, you got to have the practice structure, you got to you got to have so many things, you know, and the manager signings I like them, I like them, but to me it's not a needle mover. No, and and look, you know, after after the season they they interviewed Kim Ng and she's there making excuses, right? And you know, you two from what you've said so far in the podcast seem like you guys follow the Marlins pretty closely and coach Eric, you know, for Kim Ng to come out and defend Avisail Garcia and Jorge Soler, I mean, that pain. Come on, please. Go, go to the Marlins games and see who goes into the dugout last and who gets out of the dugout last. You're going <laughs> to see that everybody's already in the infield and in the, in the, in the field, and Garcia's the only one that is not oh. out there. And Soler doesn't even, want, doesn't even look like he wants to play baseball. Look at it, Bagadoya. And those are the guys that they're saying that and they're, they're trying signing. to defend. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? And that's, you know, again... You know she's in a big position, she's in a big position. But but one of the one of the biggest things for me when she took that job was how's she gonna get in the locker room? How's she gonna get in, in the mix after they just won a one run banger to see what the mix is, or when they just lost a one run banger? How's how's she gonna get in there and, and see what's going on? She can't. And again, it's a great job. They just hired a, a female director of baseball operations and somebody a, a new hire. But I just don't think that that position for her is the right position. It's just not. No, and look, well, yes, they need the they need the players. But 
Eric brought it brought up a good point. You know, Garcia being the last one out, so let looking Horrible. like he doesn't even want to want to play, right? Being that they, you know, that from what I've been told that Skip is going to come in and he wants to lay down the law. Look, I'm a big Don Mattingly fan. He's my favorite player of all time. I'm not a fan as a manager. I didn't like him with the Dodgers. I didn't like him with the Marlins. He had that issue that he lost the locker room. Because let's let's call it for what it is. He lost the locker room this year. The issues with Jazz and Mickey Rojas, and there was an issue there. You know, I'm, I'm a big proponent, David, that I don't care if you're a big leaguer. I don't care who you are. If you're doing what Eric is saying that Soler and, and Garcia do are doing, Can't you're do out. That. You're not playing. Period. Can't do that. Especially Soler. I mean, quote, unquote, your best player. Biggest signing in the offseason. Comes in, wins the MVP in the World Series. And you can't do that. You can't do that. Especially in the Marlins, which is such a young squad. You no, man, and, and for all the young kids, you know, watching the game, Drew, even if you're listening, guys, those, those, you don't have to have a lot of talent to do those things. You know, you, you know to, to run out to your position, to run back into your position, that, that's easy stuff. That's, that's simple stuff. To me, that's basic stuff. And listen, even our older guys in the program, we catch them sometimes. Hey, let's go, chop, chop. Right, right. You know, but it, that part of the game has got to be there for everybody, especially at the big league level. You know what I mean? No, absolutely. And, and like David was saying, a lot of young players on, on this team, you know, que ejemplo are these guys going to give? You right. know, like what, there's a lot of teams that have leaders, right? Like Judge is a leader. Otani's a leader. Goldschmidt is a, a leader. You know, you're not going to see... You know, so later, or Avisaí no Garcia being called There's a, a no leader. Leaders. There's no leaders in the Marlins. I mean, I think Skip's a baseball guy. Comes from a great organization, Cardinals. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I, he needs to change that. I think he will. I think that's the first thing he he knows he has to do that. Um, and, th- and that's a good point. You know, with the Cardinals, Mike, during during those teams, you had two guys that could be called leaders: Albert Pujols and Yadier Molina. It rubs off on these guys, and you know, hopefully it rubs off on, on the Marlins players. Yeah, and if you look at the history of the 20 years with the Cardinals, you know, with Yachty and the, all that time that they have Pujols, they had a ton of young guys that kind of rode their coattails and took their experience. And, you know, we, we don't have that here. Even this you season. You know what I mean? I mean, we have Miggy yeah. Rojas, you know, but, you know, it would be nice if we had Miguel Cabrera, <laughs> you know. Or worst, <laughs> worst trade still, worst you trade know? of all time Crazy. in any sport. I don't care, but one 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 young guy, man, who who did it this year, and and I'm gonna go a little off on on a certain baseball writer or somebody at least I got to vote on on the AL Rookie of the Year, but Julio Rodriguez won AL Rookie they, of the they, Year. Yeah, Congratulations, the guy! The but guy's a beast. We have the claps on there. We don't got the clap. On. We do. We do <laughs> we gotta, have the claps. Some, somewhere <laughs> somewhere here, right? Yeah, all right, Julio. There we go. Congratulations, Julio. Julio, Julio. That's big time. But I have this sad trombone, right? <laughs> right? That's for um that's the for Mets. this that's the for Mets. the well for the, the Mets, Mets always, right? But Ben Nicholson Smith from Sportsnet in Toronto. Listen, Ali Rutschman is a good player. Hold on, Toronto, Canada? Toronto, Canada. <laughs> Ali Rutschman is a good player for the Baltimore Orioles. You know, comes up, plays catcher, did his thing. But this guy Voted for Rutschman over over yeah. Julio, first place vote for for Rookie of the Year, and dude, that's a that's a big no no. It's crazy. That's a big no no with the with the the numbers that this guy that this guy put, you know, and and I, I gotta interrupt you guys. Aaron Judge just won wow. AL MVP. Wow, that's big. Nice. 
It looks like he got 28 first place votes. He's there with his uh, with his parents and wife. Did they show the votes already? Do I rewind it? Yeah, you could you could rewind it, Mike, so we could get the vote totals. But but he he won pretty pretty big. 28 first place votes, wow. two for Otani. Wow. That's big, yeah. As um as we predicted, <laughs> Jordan Alvarez, I love you, bro. He got three twenty. But he got no uh, no first place votes. And he got three. All, all, all third his place. votes were twenty two. Were Otani obviously twenty eight second place votes. So. Uh, so Armando wins this round of uh, pick your MVP. But, congratulations, uh, Aaron Judge, but, man. But congratulations yeah, to Judge. Big congratulations big to to Otani on on a fabulous season. And Shohei Otani, if you if you go on Apple Podcasts and, and listen to our podcast, just get traded to the Yankees, man. Come on. Right, Dude, but I, I, I want to make something. Else, man. I want to make something clear though about the Aaron Judge MVP and to defend Otani a little bit. But if Judge doesn't have that year, if Judge hits fifty. Otani's getting it. Otani Otani gets the MVP. If Judge hits 55, Otani gets the MVP. But I think the record, which is why I said it earlier, I think that record and being so long, I I think it kind of tipped the cake over for that. Yeah. 100%. No, absolutely. But, you know, it's something that you, you know, you can't ignore. But, uh, you know, going back to, to the Julio Rodriguez thing, who in their right mind votes for for Adley Rochman for rookie of the year? That guy didn't even play t-ball growing up. That guy didn't play with rocks. He didn't throw the stop signs. That guy doesn't have a clue. And that's my biggest issue. And, and we were talking about it for, for David and Coach Eric. Wait, one good thing, though. He's not from the United States. Right. Well, we, we could say he's, he's, not, from, he's, he's from, from Canada. He's from Canada. Right. He's from another country. He's not Maybe from he here. was watching hockey some of those nights. And <laughs> yeah, you missed I, 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 do lo- I do love my Canadians. Just, but isn't uh, Seattle right next to Canada? Really close. It is. Really close. Shouldn't he like, have a better eye on that guy than the guy in Baltimore? Man, Julio, Julio Rodriguez is a gem. J-Run the, is the, special. The guy, the guy took the Mariners to, to the playoffs. How do you vote against that guy, David? You can't. You can't do that. J-Rod had a, a monster season, and now they're doing moves, right? He kind of... They Make, got a. They got moving. somebody. They uh, got the Oscar, Oscar Hernandez yeah. Yeah. from yeah. Toronto. Mm-hmm. The, mm-hmm. So big <laughs> things are happening. All the the writers yeah. send them over there to yeah. <laughs> to Seattle. That's big. That's big. And um, they just eliminated the Blue Jays, didn't they? Yeah. The, they did. They did get one of their oh, best I mean, players. Pay, pay, payback. Payback. Yeah. You didn't like that 100%. the Blue Jays got eliminated. You're not getting my vote. I'm out of here. Oh, you're talking about the Blue Jays. Alec Manoa, Miami guy, yes. was up for Cy Young. You know, he was in the mix. Um, no, it's not him. It's it's no. it, it's awesome when you know like the the Miami guys can recognize the 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 Latinos. You know, we saw Jordan Alvarez. I know we were we were you know joking a bit that he was a, a distance third place vote, but but the guy had an amazing year. At the end of the day, you know what? He has a World Series ring. With so, all them little women. I'll tell you one <laughs> thing he did do. Women. I'm gonna tell you one thing he did do. Performed in the playoffs. Yeah. He performed in the playoffs. He performed in the playoffs. Absolutely. If we were taking that vote based on playoffs only, he's first place. First place. He, he, he first didn't place. hit 063 against the uh, no. Astros. <laughs> no, he didn't. No, he didn't. And, and I'll tell you what, talking about Seattle real quick. Seattle's a great sports town, man. Oh, yeah. It is. Yeah. Dude, they, 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 they need Ooh. winning. Just kind of like, you know, what's happening here. With We'll talk a little bit later with the Dolphins. But, dude, they need the winning there. And they're hot. Now they're making some moves. They got the All-Star game there next year. They got the All-Star game there next year. Maybe we go. Let's do it. Sounds Let's do like it. a plan. Let's do, do a it. podcast from there. But yeah, no, the, the 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 Seattle sports town, you know, when when they talk about in the football team the, with the Seahawks, the 12th man. Right. That's how they are for every sport. And that makes a difference. Big difference. Have Nobody you, likes to go play there. Have you seen what they do for the Seattle Sounders, who is an MLS team? MLS isn't even that popular in the United States. In Seattle, it is. Yeah. yeah. 100%. Yeah. Big, big sports town. Their fans show up. 12th man. And that's the thing. You know, you go from 
back then, Ken Griffey Jr. Now you got Julio. This guy's going to win that sports town over, Eric. Easy, man. I think that he, he's going to be the next Mike Trout, man. He's going to be he's the special. next Mike Trout. He's special. No, like the composure that that kid went to that, you know, I know it's a home run derby, but home run derby all-star game. That kid, you know, he bought Mike, he got there and he said, I belong with Thank all you, these guys. Everything. It reminds all me a little bit the way he handled himself at that age, like a Juan Soto, man. Wow. Yep. Juan right. Soto wow. back in yeah. the day, that age, you know. You know, Bryce Harper's all these guys. You know, hey, Bryce Harper's getting some surgery, right? Yeah, UCL. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, man, that's tough. You know, and, and you, you hate to see it, you know, because the guy had had a great season. Like Mike said, he's one of the guys that performed in the playoffs. Almost won that World Series for, for the Philadelphia Phillies. So to go down like that, man, it, it, it hurts to see. You never want to see anybody go down like that. Big blow, big blow. I think, I mean, from what I've read, that injury normally leads to Tommy John. He's not a pitcher, but it's a surgery, right? You hate to see it. And at, at least you got universal DH these days, right? Maybe he ends up later in the years at first base or something. You never right. know. But listen, Bryce Harper's a guy that the guy's an all-out guy. In the weight room, they say he's all-out. In his BPs, he's all-out. And that takes a wear and tear in the bodies, man. You know, but I'll tell you what. I'd rather have that guy than the guy who's country clubbing it, you know, 70% <laughs> yeah, of the time. Right, right. And then only puts Absolutely. it on when he needs to. So a little bit of give and take there. Some people have different opinions on that. But, you know, that's the way I see it. No, and you know, I mean, it, this, uh, this sounds silly to, like, the the average person, right? Like, oh, Armando, what the hell does that have to do with anything, right? But I do like in the World Series one day he showed up, you know, all the players show up and they're, you know, in their, their nice shirts or whatever. I mean, it's not like basketball, you know, nobody's wearing what, what like, LeBron or, or James Harden or, or Seth Curry wears, right? Or Stephen Curry wears, not, not Seth. Seth is the, the brother we don't and care about. <laughs> but, um... But he come Bryce Harper shows up to one of the game wearing a Mike Schmidt jersey, and I love that. That's awesome because yeah. that means he embraces the history of the sport, and and you gotta love that. One hundred percent. Yeah, he's taking on the culture, man, and he's he's like, you know, want to fire this city up. Oh man. yeah, that's you know, another big sports town, Philly. Big time. But big when time. they when they turn on you, oh yeah, they hey, turn that on place you. Got <laughs> loud. That yeah. place got loud on the World Series. One hundred percent. And they had, at the time, the Eagles undefeated. They had the Philadelphia Union in the MLS mm -hmm. uh, finals. Mm -hmm. And they had the Sixers, who, you know, they, they do good every mm -hmm. year. So Philadelphia, all of a sudden, is a pretty complete sports town. But, you know, what the, the most complete sports town always is New York. You know, New York always has the most eyes on them and everything. And one of the things that happened in New York this year, which we've already talked about, was Judge's 62 home runs. Well, today, the guy that got ball number 62 turned down $3 million, Mike. And we were talking about this since episode one of Up and In. What do you do with that ball? What do you do with that ball? We said, sell it. The guy turned down $3 million. He's going to get more money for it in an auction. Hey, he's going to go to auction? Well, I wonder what his level is going to be at auction because... Um, Especially now with the MVP. Yeah, yeah. that smart guy. The guy's smart guy. Is that the venture capitalist this guy? Was that yes. One? He's Talk a money about, guy. You know, hey. Not That's a smart, not a smart for. move for the guy who, the kid who got 61, <laughs> man. Huh? traded it for some batting gloves. Yeah. He's crazy, man. You know, they just don't think, not well advised, spur of the moment, but what a big mistake that kid made. I feel bad for him. It's terrible. It's not like a judge is going to send him a $500,000 no, check. No. Yeah, just the kid didn't know, or, you know, he just, uh, it's sad to see, man. But this ball's going for, it's going to go for four or $5 million. It's crazy. Yep. Just don't accept uh, Bitcoin from FTX. No, right? no, don't accept any of that. I don't know. What an investment, huh? Who knew that guy yeah. when he bought his ticket to go to the game? Man, it's you know, and 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 like I was saying, David, in one in one of the episodes, you know, for if, if you're, I'm an Aaron Judge fan, 
I would love an Aaron Judge bat. I would love a baseball. But you know what? With that money, me voy a comprar 40 pelotas. It's life changing. 50 man. bats. Of course. Easy, man. Of course. Plus my Ferrari and right, Lamborghini right. and w- <laughs> yeah. whatever. But, yeah. you know, and, uh, but yeah, Judge, you know, Judge now goes, you know, he's still in free agency. I know we, we've had opinions, and, and, but, but I'd love to get the opinion from both of you guys. Coach Eric, do you think he's, he's a goner? Do you think he's going to be wearing a San Francisco Giants uniform? I don't know where he's going. I just don't think he's staying there. I don't think he likes the pressure. He hit 62 home runs when he did not hit the home runs. When he was not hitting home runs, they were booing him. For you to boo a guy that got the record, broke the record, 62 home runs, that's crazy. Me personally, I wouldn't like to say that, man. If I got booed after hitting 62 home runs and breaking the record, I'm I'm gone. But in the, in the in the on the same token, do you want to then maybe go out and show show the fans in New York like, hey, look, I'm your guy. I'm gonna perform in the playoffs next time. Yeah, I mean it's tough. Uh, it's tough to have that season and be booed. I mean, that's something that right. How do you explain that? But I, I think he walks. I think maybe not yeah. San Fran, maybe the Dodgers. You know, there's some other It'll teams. It'll be somewhere in California. Right, 100%. Yeah, there's some teams that are that are sleepers, I think. I think the Phillies. The Phillies might make a big move and go after Judge. You don't know. There's a couple teams that um, would go after him. I mean, he is a clean-cut Yankee, right? He's the epitome clean-cut guy, hitter. I don't think they let him walk that easily, but I know, he's obviously going to explore whatever's out there. Mike, if he leaves the Yankees, do you, do you foresee Aaron Judge staying... Looking like he does, or do you do you see a big beard all of a sudden? <laughs> no, I think he is who he is. Yeah, you know, yeah, I, I've 100%. always said it. I think the guy's a Yankee. I think it'll be a really big mistake, you know, on the Yankees end if he walks. Look, this guy, this guy's, this guy's a playboy right now. Right, MLB. Right. This guy can go anywhere he wants. He can turn around to any team, and he knows that. And he knows he's going to get paid. Let's talk a couple of things about New York. Super high taxes. You know, New York's a little bit of a disaster right now. Okay? And not just that, but... He's already going to get all the money that he wants, okay? And why intentionally him put himself in the pathway of what just happened again? Why? Why do that? Why do that? There's a lot of of organizations and fans that don't do that. They do that in New York. And I get it. It's New York, and New York is New York. But if Papi New York hasn't won for 13 years, so this is not the New York of George Steinbrenner. This is... How? Cuello y Cobata, shirt and tie, Steinbrenner, that's running with a balanced checkbook. The other guy didn't care if he went under. The other guy didn't care. No. He didn't care. This guy does. So, yeah, Yankee, I get it. And the tradition, and you grew up with your dad, and me too, que de cansen en pa, and, and, and the Yankees. But we're not talking about the same Yankees here. Right. This is different. We're in, this is different. This is not Mariano. This is different. And I think now, me, Aaron Judge, see ya. Hal Steinbrenner was talking a little bit, you know, tougher this week, saying we're going to keep Aaron Judge, we're going to give him money, and look, you know, if if he if he walks, which which could happen, right? If he walks, it'll be the biggest papelazo in Yankee history the biggest. because the biggest. Look look at the Yankee stars from from forever. You know, Babe came from from the Red Sox, right? But after that, he was a Yankee. DiMaggio, Yankee. Mantle, Yankee. Mattingly, Yankee. I'm going to tell Jerry you Jeter, what. Yankee. I'm gonna so tell you you're going to let your guy walk? I'm going to tell you what. If George Steinbrenner was alive, Judge would have been signed already. Yes. 100%. Okay? That whole thing of... Because for me, for me, for me, 
I don't know what they offered Judge. They supposedly they tried to work something out before the season or something like that, and he was like, "Oh, we're not going to do it." But something has to be said for the sit for for the fact that both sides are now in free agency. They didn't trade him. They didn't trade him. Did they know that they were going to keep him? Did they not? Do they have pre conversations? What do they know? But the point is that right now, anybody can sweep in. Because, okay, well, how much of the Yankees do you think they're going to offer Judge? For 40 a year? 40? Possibly, yeah. Okay, and if the Giants offer him 47 a year? You got to think about it. Okay. And if the Cubs offer him 51 a year, and they say, you know what? F it. You know, you F know what? it. Let's go. But you know, TV you know, deal, you know, you know what? 2.7 billion, you know what and we're going to do it. You know what state doesn't have state taxes? Come to the Marlins. Come to the Marlins. <laughs> come to the Marlins. There it is. Listen, yeah. come First to the move. Marlins where we can <laughs> offer you the least, but you'll make the most. But you'll make the most. <laughs> You'll, you'll make awesome. the most and you'll, you'll be playing with Sandy Alcantara. Yeah, man. But Coach Eric, they, John Heyman, who, who writes for and covers the Yankees, he said this week that the Yankees have a plan B if Judge walks. And plan B is named Carlos Correa. What do you think of that move? Man, uh, I don't know. There's a lot of good shortstops out there right now. There's like they have lot. They have two. They have two good young ones. They, they got two they, guys ready why, to come up. They don't unless need. Unless Correa plays third. Yeah, but like, why go for Correa and let Judge walk? You know what I mean? Listen, Correa just turned down on the second year of his option. He turned down like close to $40 million. Yeah. Dollars, yeah. And he didn't have that good he of did a not. year. No. I think that Correa, in my opinion, opted out because he wants to go win again. Yes. For he, me. Yeah. He'll Absolutely. take less money because I don't think he's going to get that, that 30-something, whatever, 40. I don't think he is, but... You know, I think Correa wants to be in the postseason. I think he's got that in his blood. He loves the postseason. He dominates in the postseason. And not just that, I hate to say it, but uh, he just saw a 25-year-old Benya. And not just that, and not just that. That put the exclamation point on, you're not coming back to Houston. Yep. Right. You know what I mean? I think so he's, he's, he it's going to be interesting. Me. It's going to be interesting. And not just that, the Yankees, you know, if, if they're if they're going to sign in the shortstop, dude, they got to trade those guys then. Boy, the guys they have in the minor leagues are they ready to go. They got to get rid of them. Yeah, and Hal Steinbrenner this week as well, you know, they're reporting this plan B option, right? But he said that this year, David, we're going to see Volpe and Peraza in the middle of the infield. Yeah, I don't know how they're going to work that out. I mean, they're both good players. Really good players. Um, One of them has to play second. Glaber's gone. And Glaber's gone. Glaber, I think yeah, Glaber's, Glaber's gone. Glaber's gone. I think Glaber's going to come to Miami for Pablo Lopez. I'll do that deal. Um, you know, it's it's good to see another arm alongside Sandy, which Pablo, he's developing to one of those arms. But if he can bring Glaber, I'll do it. Yeah, because if you're the Marlins and you get Glaber Torres, yeah, you give up Pablo Lopez, but you have you have Sixto who could come back. You have Ed, Ed, Edgar Cabrera, uh, who's who's a great pitcher. You have you know Mayor Mayor's gonna miss another year probably because of Tommy John, but you have a bunch of young pitching that that could replace Pablo. Yeah, I think when the when the Marlins made all these trades when Derek came in, they got a lot of young arms from especially in that standing deal. So, you know, trade the pitching, bring in the hitters, and let's ride these young arms. Absolutely. And suppose they got a lot of good young arms. They've always had, but. We need to get some offense here. We need to get score some runs. We were, we were talking about it earlier. That's what's missing with the Marlins. Is yep. the hitting. And the fans. We need to bring some the fans. Sign you gotta sign. Turner. Exactly, sign, exactly. That's uh, Darren Judge. That's sign starts. somebody you know, sign somebody good. Yeah. That you can Absolutely. bring the fans in. And one one person who appreciates pitching because he loved Otani's pitching is Coach Eric. So Coach Eric, Justin Verlander, he won the the AL Cy Young. 
That guy's 39 years old, but he still has some few few good years, and um, he wants a two to three year deal with a lot of money. Who do you think gives it to him? Hey, I don't know who's gonna give it to him. I hope he stays in Houston. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I I love the guy in Houston, but the guy won the second Scion, right? He won the Scion this year already. Yeah. No, okay. So after not pitching next year, last uh, year after not pitching two years, he he won in 2019. Then went to Tommy John surgery, came back and did it again and even better. It's crazy. So whoever is going to get him is getting a deal. I think the guy's going to pitch into his like 43, 44. <laughs> Let's hope. I think that that he's looking for one fat paycheck, something like uh, Max, Scherzer. Max Scherzer. Yes. Um, and like DeGrom, I think they're looking for that type mm -hmm. of money. And um, watch out that plan B isn't Justin Verlander to the Yankees. Oh, and they no, throw. I think, I think he's part of the plan. I think period. Justin Verlander, two, he'll give you another two strong years. Somebody's going to throw that guy 45 million a year. Yeah. Somebody's going to throw 100%. that guy 90 million for two years. I'm telling you that right now. Might be the Yankees. And again, it's not George's team. How's the one that's there now? But David, back when, when the Yankees were winning, they weren't shy to go out and get, Spend you know, money. Or get Roger Clemens again right. when he was 40 years old and he came back. And I think he won another Cy Young when, when they brought him back. I mean, Justin Verlander's that type of pitcher. Absolutely. I think you add him to the Yankees rotation. You get Pablo from the Marlins. You guys can compete. Compete. I want to de defend the Yankee regime here really quick, the upper management, because the Yankees might not want to sign guys long term. They've gotten burned. They've gotten burned in the past. They had one time a roster that you were like, oh, the Yankees, oh, well, they got four more years of having to pay that guy, three more years of having to pay that guy. That guy retired. So... You know, you yeah, know, there were a lot of misses. Maybe you know there were a lot of misses. There were a lot of misses. Then the whole A Rod thing cost a lot of money, and um, you know, I I'm seeing these contracts get a little bit shorter, shorter, and shorter. And maybe they don't want to sign, give him a ten year deal, and maybe he's gonna have to go somewhere that is. But that's what, what I, I I I like the fact that you know they they want to go after Verlander. I also like the fact that they want to go middle infield with the young guys. You gotta, you gotta start a youth movement. I don't like Josh Donaldson at third. Oh, I want that. Terrible. I want that guy terrible. gone. But I do like that they re-signed Rizzo because Anthony Rizzo is a guy that he he, he's, a, he's a he team player and he and he played an yeah. amazing first base this year. Leadership. That guy saves errors, man. He can save errors. Like he says, just throw it. Yeah, I'll catch it. He's, but he catches everything. Right? Hey, like David Burnett was saying, leadership. Right, guy's got leadership. Yeah, I, I know. He's world champion. He's got leadership. Mike, I know yeah. people love IKF. Some people. But, or IKF, right? Kind of falafel. But how, how many errors would he have committed had it not been for Anthony Rizzo? I felt like that guy would throw it in the dirt yeah, all the time. All the time. But one guy, one guy that I love that they're, they're, that's going to come back, Harrison Bader. I love that guy. You know, talking about that X factor, you know, about first guy, first guy out. For that, that guy comes and he hustles, man. Every single time. He he hit like four home, home runs in the entire season, and then killed it in the playoffs. He yep. got like five home runs. He said it was the the, the the mouth guard. I saw. It. Did I you see know. the interview? Yeah, I saw it. I don't know, man. He's like, no, it relaxes me. It makes me hit better. I'm like, all right, you know. It's, I was distracted watching him with, with that thing in his mouth. It's know. funny that you sign. You know, we talked about this in the other podcast, Eric and uh, and, and and David, um, but uh, we've. How do you gauge, like, for example, like, you, you're going to pay, let's say, okay, Aaron Judge, we're going to pay him all this money, we're going to sign him, he's going to be our guy. I think he doesn't hit for you in the playoffs. How do you gauge that? How, how do we know, like, 
How do you know as an evaluator this guy is going to dominate in this postseason? You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's tough. Yeah, you can. It's tough. Who would have thought that Jeremy Pena was going to get the MVP? That's what I'm saying. Like, right, Bader. Right. The guy like Bader, For you know? Both, like, man. what what does Bader do? How does he... Where does he get that's different than the regular yeah. season? And then where was Judge compared to the regular season? Like, where were the differences? Because... Judge was missing the ball like six to eight inches. Uh, Bader was squaring him up perfect. Every single time. So it's interesting, man. So much, so much. So it's much tough. It's tough. I mean, to Judge's defense, Houston's pitching is oh, lights out. It's automatic. They're sick. It's automatic, right? So it's hard to hit. Obviously, it was a huge shift from what he did in the regular season to postseason. But, yeah, it's hard to tell. It's hard. But, but, you know, I also think that the, the chase had to, you know, it, it played a big part because – you could see it, like, towards the end. The guy was getting frustrated. It took a lot out of him, yeah. I, I was like, when you know, Roger Maris's kids are, are, you know, taking time off from work, you know, because Judge was waiting every day, and Judge wouldn't hit 60, then he would hit 60, he wouldn't hit 61. It took a while. And, you know, famously, Roger Maris, when when he hit 61, his hair started falling off. I mean, the, the pressure that you feel to get to a milestone, and I think that just carried into the postseason. You know, he, he got to 62, it was like a big... A big relief, and then he got to the playoffs, and it's like, like this was my yeah, wall, and that. that's it. it. It could be, or baseball's hard, guys. It's tough. Baseball is very hard. Baseball's hard. You know, I, I listen, I, I, I get it. Oh, my God, do I get it. I get the pressure. I get it. I, I get it. I understand it. And the milestone, and yes, okay, now let's draw a line. He's a New York Yankee. He's super rich. He's not missing meals. He's not missing workouts. He's got the best BP. He's so, you know, I, I don't know, man. I don't know if, if oh, because once he broke it, then the, I, I don't think there should be an excuse made for this type of elite type of player. I don't. Dude, you want to be the Mac Daddy, the Daddy Mac? Bueno. Then that takes hitting the 63, that takes the pressure, that takes the fans, that takes the postseason. You got to perform. That's what it takes. But to me, it's, it's again, it's a missed opportunity for one of these superstars to come out and say, boom, exclamation point. A-Rock couldn't do it. Except one A-Rock year. A-Rock could accept one year. 2009. Nine, 2009. And that was because he dated Kate Hudson, Once. and that was his good Once. luck term. So, you know, so it's, it's, just, it's just interesting, you know, and... It's and, another, and, another show, another and, show. And, we and got you, some psychologists and, and you in had, here. And you had Fran, Framber do, doing Ai Maranya. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I mean, Fran, it, Framber's a great pitcher. It, it makes you admire players like Bryce Harper who just turn it on in the postseason. Oh. Yeah, and hey, Bryce Harper knows how to pick how to pick off pitches lead the right way. Hey, you listen, know? There, there's there's a there's a we, we could do a whole show on guys that just show up for playoffs because the the Atlanta Braves had a whole bunch of them. They had a guy that his name was uh, Francisco Cabrera. The guy was a nobody during the season. Come playoff time, the guy was like Barry Bonds. But, but you know, we could talk about that in, a, in another podcast because that's that's a great topic to talk about. But, Mike, really quick before we get to – we're going to talk Dolphins, but we're also going to talk Diamond Dreams 10U, which had a big win. But Pete Rose writes a heartfelt letter yeah, to Rob Manfred. And, look, you know, I, I get it. You know, Pete Rose was banned from baseball by Bart Giamatti. Bart Giamatti, after he bans him from baseball, dies of a heart attack. Like, a month later, a couple of weeks later. Faye Vincent after that, Bud Selig after that said, we respect what Bart did. That was his decision. Does Rob Manfred finally end the ban? Because we are living in an era now 
that we can't watch one commercial without seeing uh, DraftKings, without seeing some sort of betting uh, commercial. You already have the Raiders playing in Las Vegas. You're talking about the Oakland A's going to Las Vegas, which wasn't allowed back then. So are Pete Rose's sins finally forgiven? Because talk about, you know, like Coach Eric was saying, people that hustle, right? That guy was named Charlie Hustle because he ran from home to first faster and con más gana than anybody else. I think that as human beings, as, as we get older, you're young. Eric, how old are you? 22. 22. 22. How old are you? 30. 30? 40. 42. But I think as you get older, I think you, you especially when you, you have kids, you have family, you begin to have a little more compassion in your life, a little more sympathy, a little more empathy. You know, and, and you begin to understand that none of us are perfect, okay? I am guilty, number one, of second chances. Like, I've been given second chances in my life a million times. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, P. Rose is 81 years old. The guy writes a nice letter, man. It's, it's a nice one. We should post it. It's a, it's a nice one. And it may have taken him this long, but P. Rose got there, guys. He got there. His heart... Empathy, sympathy, felt bad for what he did. And it's time to, to, to and, and baseball is Pete Rose, period. Like, it, baseball is Pete Rose. That's who he is. That's all he was. That's all his dad was. That's all he was growing up. That's all this guy knows. This is all this guy wants either. This guy hasn't asked for anything. He gave us a ton of hits. He gave us a ton of, the guy was gold glove at seven different positions. The guy gave us that. He's asking for one thing, man. Yep. Like, that's it. Like, dude, yeah, that viejito, let's, let's, when he goes, let's have him go how he wants to go. But as a Hall of Famer, because you go there anyways, his name's there. They're just not inducted. Right. But you know what I mean? Yeah, I think yeah. the letterman, they'll, they'll put him on the ballot. They have to. It's just, the, it's going to have to be that other ballot, though, that, that was a compensation or whatever. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, it's re getting rid of the ban, and then I, I think everybody will vote for him unanimously. You know, Pete Rose is the type of guy, and look, when when I was born, he was already tail end of his career, but Pete Rose, if you know, for for Mike, that you know, you you have your your academy and Coach Eric, you coach kids, and you coach as well, David. You know, for for kids to you know to teach them how to play the sport, Pete Rose is a guy that you want to show video and go. That's how you do it. That's how you do it. Pete Rose wouldn't hit. You know, we've seen it. A pop-up, <sighs> you know, drag, dragging butt to first. Uh, you know, Pete Rose was running, equal out. He'll run to second if, if, if you weren't paying attention. That guy, were, that guy trucked a guy in the All-Star game. The buddy of his, and a ended, friend of ended his. Ended his career. <laughs> ended his career. Trucking him. That guy was never the same. Never the same. Pete, that's the type of player that Pete Rose was. So, you know, and, and, and what sucks is that, you know, how many people have not made the, the Hall of Fame, right? With deserving numbers, we talked about Mini Mignoso on the last podcast, uh, many others, who then, all of a sudden, you know, they're dead, and oh, yeah, let's, let's put them in the Hall of Fame. Concho, you know, put them in the Hall of Fame while the guy's alive. Is, is this a, a, a issue that Rob Manfred inherited from the previous commissioner? There's an issue that's been inherited right. for but that's, but, but, a long but, time. But, but, but no, the, the, the commissioner before was around for... Long, super long time, Yeah, Selig right? and right. before that, Faye, Faye Vincent. So for one of these guys, unfortunately, it's got to be a non-issue. And be like, you know what? It's 
He's 81. Turn the page on this. Pete Rose. Listen, they're changing rules of the right. game. That's what they're doing say. pitcher's clocks. They're going to make the bases bigger now, which you're going to see an increase now in stolen bases. You're going to see they're thinking about putting a double bag. They're testing a double bag so that there's no collisions at first. No more shifts. So they're making all of these changes. And then that's just like Armando said, you can bet on the game right now on your phone. Eric, got to go to the phone right you now. Bob, 20 bucks. Boom, 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 boom. Nobody needs to know. Your wife. Nobody. Nobody. You know what I mean? Like, it's crazy. You don't need to call your bookie. You don't need to call your bookie. You don't need to worry about, you know, having to come and pay somebody cash. No, it's it's like a Venmo. It's like a cash app. It's but there's commercials. There's commercials during the games about this stuff. Yes, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> and, and, you know, oh and God. and look, Pete, Pete you know, he, he paid for his sins for, for a very long time. Lost his job. Didn't get a, another managerial job in... In the major leagues, he was banned. He was banned from the sport. He was like, you know, like if he did the worst thing in the world, betting on your own team. You're gonna, you're gonna tell betting me that he shouldn't team. be, he shouldn't be managing right now somewhere in the big leagues. You're of gonna tell course. me that that he guy shouldn't be managing right now in the big leagues. You know, and if I'm gonna, oh yeah, MLB teams, listen, knocking on the door, knock on that guy's door, man, get the guy in your bench. Eric, you by the way, I mean? the guy used to be towards the end of his career a player manager, mm-hmm. so he'd be like. Hey, right, base here. Papa, guess who's sitting second tonight? <laughs> <laughs> I'm hitting second. I no oh, yeah, I'm pinch hitting no for idea. you. I'm pin- Hey, the manager coach. No manager Eric, player. take the bench, bro. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm feeling well, I'm good. For you. I'm feeling good tonight. <laughs> I got to sit back today. <laughs> but Pete, but Pete Rose, man, like he, 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 he does. Look, if you told me like he bet against against his own team and benched everybody and put crappy players and told the guy to come, I get it. I got better on his own team, for God's sakes. I mean, you know, yeah, it's it's a lot. Manfred, I think, like Mike says, gets it. He's doing some things to change the game because, you know, the game needs a little bit, you know, of a refresh. And he's going to be the one to I, do it. I think we've all made mistakes. Everybody. 100%. I think we've all made mistakes, man. Everybody. You know what I mean? And, uh, and again, just, you know. This guy's just asking for one thing. He's 81. He's he in is, his last he's leg, for anything, man. He gave us a lot. Gave the game do a lot. Do it. You know? Do it. Absolutely. No <laughs> doubt about it, man. And uh, <laughs> talking about doing it, DD 10U team DD, doing right. it big this hey, year. Listen, our 10U uh, and our 6U both uh, ended the regular seasons uh, in first place in the Miami Youth League. Stars. Regular season. Let's nice. make sure we bold letters. Regular season. Nothing to do with playoffs. But they both, 6U and the 10U, ended the regular season in first place. The 10U is playing in a nice, perfect game tournament now. We played the other night uh, Mo Vaughn's team, man. That's I crazy. I met Mo Vaughn. Got to talk to Mo Vaughn a How little bit. How big is he? He's big. A big dude. <laughs> big hands. <laughs> My hands are pretty big. The guy's pretty big. Super nice guy. Super humble. He's got an academy out of Boca. He's got 12 teams as well. So he's just about the same size we are. Doesn't have the practice programs like we do. Just has straight teams. But... You know, he's, he's doing his thing, runs into a lot of the same issues that we run into here with hiring, coaching, and logistics. So, um, But he's, he's got it going. He loves what he does. We had a great, 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 great game with them the other day. We ended up winning, I think it was 9-8 and walk-off. And we were down three in the That's last awesome. inning. They're a tough team. You know, our kids put it together. And um, and then our 10-U lost last night, another great game, 7-5, against a team called TBT, which is out of, out of Miramar, out of Haikai. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're popular. Yeah, popular they're popular, team. and it was a... Uh, strong game and now we're just waiting to see where we seed so um looking forward to the next couple of weeks we have just an academy right and, and no games right a couple of games here couple and games there. we'll make whatever and then we'll be back to the playoffs after thanksgiving break yeah you know and um like like mike said you know you have you have a move on you know doing doing big things you know for very successful major league player. Yes. I remember the guy going up to bat he just looked like a monster, monster. going up monster. and he would hit the ball up and my dad and i would be like 
Ah, un pub fly a, a, a segunda, bro. Sí, pub fly a la segunda fila, <laughs> somewhere. No, the guy, the guy had monster power. But look what Mike said, you know, same amount of teams, but not the, you know, the what, what Diamond Dreams has. And, you know, and that's my my emphasis that you you've built a, a good thing, you know, and with great coaches like Coach Eric and stuff. You know, it's it's a it's a great academy, and it's it's be, it's a beautiful thing to see when you when you hear stuff like that, Mike. And I, you know, like how, how does that, how does that make you feel? You know, like a guy like Mo Vaughn, and you're like, wait, but we got a we got a better thing going on. Nothing against him, but you know, you have you have a great program, Mike. No, thank you, man. We listen. We when we started this thing, it was nowhere near to what it is now. You know, and especially the competitiveness of it. Um, we've kind of gotten to the point where with our tenure team, which is kind of the one that sets the tone for the rest of the program, most of those kids have been here since they've been three or four, three nice. four years old. So um, they're kind of like the baseline of the program, you know, and when people ask me with the lower divisions, oh, this, this and that, I'm like, oh, I'm going to kind of follow the program that we followed with that team because they've been like really successful, you know what I mean? Um, and I'm, you know, I'm stickler, man. I'm stuck in my ways, <laughs> you know what I mean? But um you know, it, it, it makes me feel good, you know, uh, knowing that, you know, we're being able to compete with these, these big-name teams, man, and these big academies. And um, I hope that we can stay just competitive, not not really about the winning. Like my dad used to say, um, you got to compete. They used to ask him all the time, Oye, Mikey, tu hijo, él juega bien. Él no juega bien, pero te compite. You know, cualquiera que lo pone al lado, él va a competir contigo. And that's kind of like the idea of how this academy, how I like to run it. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And so. we bought into that. We bought into that program. Um, my kids, I mean, just the other day, Coach Josue, shout out to Coach Josue. He, um, we showed up to one of Jaden's game, who's my older son. And, uh, he comes to the, to the gate real quick. And he tells me, how did Bryce game go? And I said, it was good. We lost, you know, we played a better team. And he's like, but how did Bryce do? Right. So these guys are very focused on the development of each player. And I, I mean, the jump from when my son started the program to now is is huge. It's huge. Um, so yeah, I've bought into Mike's program. They got something really good going on here. No, like you said, the the caring for for every player because sometimes I'm I'm amazed. Like you guys know everybody, <laughs> you know, and it's not just like a few kids. It's like everybody. Right, hey, what's right, up, this right, guy? What's right. up, that guy? You know, and 100%. it's like wow, there's, you know, there's so many kids and so much turnaround. But you know, yeah, yeah. Yeah. A, lot a lot of names. It takes a, a couple of weeks with the new new kids and parents. Yeah. I always <laughs> tell the parents, "Hey, give me three weeks with the names," you know. But <laughs> but I think we, you know, and and then you know, aftercare program, Eric, that we're there Mondays, oh Wednesdays, the same Brandon. No we have no idea. Well, you, you know, you, oh, you're, yeah. you're, Anderson was in the aftercare program. Anderson More was kids, there, but man, that, now, that, that little program has has taken off, man. At, at St. Brandon, we doubled. Eh? We we doubled last semester. We've brought a ton of equipment to the to the facility at St. Brendan and the storage room. We've we've loaded it up with buckets and balls, and we brought a ton of coaching. And man, we're having so much fun there Mondays and Wednesdays. We need you guys at Florida yeah. Christian. Though. <laughs> we gotta get over there. Yeah, like yesterday, I was <laughs> I was picking up Anderson, and I I was driving by and seeing you guys with the with yeah, the little man. ones. The kids are responding great. No, that's awesome, and and you know, it, it, like like I said, big thing, and we had we had Anderson taking some. Some batting lessons now with Coach Eric, you know, trying to no matter mucho machucone like he's doing. Coach Eric is there we're we'll, working. We'll him. throw Eric's Instagram on the uh, IG on RAG later for the private lessons. Absolutely, and you know, before we talk, we're gonna, we're gonna talk about the Dolphins before we go. But, but now that we're talking about academy, right? You know, one one thing that you face when you have little kids, right? You know, there's some you know there's some parents that sometimes like at some point. 
you know, in Spanish, oh, porque mi hijo no está jugando, or porque este está jugando, you know, why isn't my kid playing? And, and when, when, when I was an assistant coach at LaSalle years ago, people used to come up to me, hey, Coach Bandy, why, why is the guy playing right field and I'm my son? You know, like, I was respectful. What I wanted to say is, porque, porque juega mejor que tu hijo primero <laughs> y porque me salió la gana ponerlo, you know, but, you know, like, obviously, you gotta, you gotta be respectful and stuff, but, you know, these are kids, right? Kids, high school and all that. How is it that at, at a powerhouse university football team, like the University of Miami, exists a problem right now? Because we were talking last week, what's wrong with the University of Miami, right? And I, and I said, look, I, I believe in Coach Mario. I think he's going to correct the issue. This week, there were the rumors. Hey, there's parents that are going to the, school, to the coaches and saying, why isn't my kid playing? And he said... I love that he goes, well, you know what? The parents are more than welcome to go to the University of Miami and pick up their, chi their child, pick up their kid, and yeah. take them. I love that answer because he, he treated it like it should be treated, like they're, they're children. Because could you imagine Ed Reed back then? You know, oh, Ed Reed's mom's complaining. No, Ray man. Lewis's like mom. Ray Lewis. This is like for the, for the you to be going through this. Like what, what, what was happening the last 10 years? And somebody was saying... Yesterday, I think I was talking to uh, to um, one of the dads, Cesar Pulido, who's a big Canes fan, and and that some people were saying, "Oh, but but you know, do you think Mario's being too harsh?" No. Does anybody know. say is Nick Saban being too harsh? You know what's no, not man, harsh? Winning uh, winning a national championship. That's what the Canes want to do. Yeah, it's uh, where's the commitment? Where's the commitment of these Gone. players when when? Non-existent. We got this transfer portal now where you're not happy. You can go on the transfer portal and yeah, you can just give kids options and you get you know? options to go. Listen, when I got to FIU, okay, I left Braddock and I had nowhere to play. Okay, nowhere to play. I told my dad, I said, listen, we're season ticket holders at FIU. At that time, the FIU season tickets were like $42. <laughs> nice. <laughs> when the, the stadium was facing the other way, okay, it was opposite before. And my dad's like, well, what are you going to do? I'm like, bueno, si yo voy a jugar pelota, I'm going to play at FIU. And if I don't make it, I don't make it. I estudial, whatever. Surely enough, I said, boom, made the team. Okay? No scholarship. Made the team. To keep me, they had to redshirt a couple scholarship guys. Okay? I got 60 at-bats my freshman year. 60 at-bats, guys. I was the first lefty off the bench. I hit 383 as a lefty off the bench. Uh freshman i was happy guys i was ecstatic that i got 60 at bats as a freshman my sophomore year came okay i competed my ass off in right field with this guy named george otero just came from fsu i beat me out i beat me out off the bench again i hit 295 off the bench as a sophomore 61 at bats super happy ecstatic junior year came competed my butt off I ended up with 140 at-bats. The first four months of the year, they played some other kid that they thought that they should have that, that played that I didn't agree with, but I sat. I waited, tore it up, hit 370-something. I got drafted, 13th round. Yeah, my senior year, I came back. You know, I got drafted eighth round. I was, you know, 17 home runs, you know, big monster year. But the point was that I had to wait. I had to wait. I had to wait my opportunity. And then when I got to the minor leagues, guys, same story. I got the short season A ball. I was a starting right fielder. And then when I got to A ball, the 
40 games, guess what? I was the backup right fielder to a second round pick. I had to wait. I had to bust my ass. I had to go to the cage. I had to get better. I had to work. And then when that guy left or whatever, then I slid in. And then that's how this thing goes. But this whole like, oh, I'm not playing right now. Okay, well, guess what? That's the lesson right now. You're not playing right now. How are you going to get to where you're going to play and when you're going to play and how you're going to play and how are you going to get from point A to point B? Because we're all here, but we all want to be there. How are we going to get there? That's where your character comes into play. You have to earn it. Okay. And dude, that's why I say like very grateful for everything that baseball gave to me. But I had a path of I had to grind. I had a path of I had to grind. And that was the path, not a superstar, not an all-star, but that was the path. My Quintana, this is your path. You had to grind. But you know what? That path, bro, we're grinding today, man. We're grinding today. Every day, Eric, Eric, every day we're grinding in the academy with the kids. We're we're grinding. So, you know, baseball has a way of reworking itself back into life. And it's, you know, it's awesome. No, and it's a, there's a bigger thing than just, you know, the the games and all that. Like, you you need to build a culture. And I know people that, you know, I'm on Twitter a lot following, you know, all the sports stuff. People that aren't here, like, they, they're like, you know, making fun of the whole heel, he, the culture, whatever. But the, Pat Riley said a culture. Other coaches have said cultures in different sports. The culture that existed at the University of Miami, like when you watch Billy Corbin's, you know, the U, that hasn't existed in a very long, long time. It's tainted, man. It's tainted. It's too many problems. And I, but, but that's what I like about Mario because Mario's, you know, Mario coached under Saban. He played for those teams. He gets the culture. And you know what? You have to get here. And I think they allowed these kids, they coddled these kids for for way too long and allowed the, the gripes. So, oh, why am I not playing? And this and that. And, and a couple of times under Manny and even under Mark Rick that some of these guys will get to a, to a bowl game. Oh, I'm not going to play because I have a bowl. You know, uh, I'm going to get drafted and I'm not going to play in the bowl game. That would have never happened in those teams from the past. Like you yeah. stick through it. That's yeah, it. Because you're, you're treating, you're treating that that's what happens when you treat Division One collegiate football players like NFL players. Yep. When you treat them like NFL players, you got yourself a you got yourself a problem. And there you have it. It's a real deal. It's just I mean, how many players go through UM? How many players are there? Right, your son's not the only one there. There's tons of studs, and you have to earn your spot. You have to earn your spot. You got to earn it, and you know if if you if you go and, 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 and hold on real quick though. If you're a parent that's going to complain that your child's not playing as a starter at the University of Miami, your kid's probably not that good because yeah. University of Miami is not that good right now. Right. right. So, and because they're not that good and the starter's not that good, your probably kid's not that good. You might need to go to a Division D2. two, or you might need to do something else. And that's the writing on the wall that I think a lot of parents, right, hundred percent, right, don't get. Yeah, no, no and, and that's what, you know, that's what Mario's doing. He's getting there. This guy in this position was given the position, isn't playing well. You know what? You're going to be replaced. And, you yeah. know, I remember when I was in Little League, there was um, at, at uh, Pacual, and Pacual was a great academy growing up. There was a, co- it was coach pitch. And, you know, like I went through it and I advanced. Other kids went through it, advanced, and there was this one kid who was there Season after season, not advancing. And all of a sudden, he was like three years older than the next kid. You know, and, and I remember the, the dad went up to the coach and, and told him like, hey, why isn't my kid advancing? And he goes, hey, tu, tu hijo es bueno en matemática en la escuela. <laughs> sí, sí, es bueno en matemática. 
Bueno, o sea, yo creo que es mejor que siga con lo de la matemática, la escuela y eso, porque la pelota no es para él. You know, and, awesome. you know, old Cuban guy just told it like it is, but, but yeah, sometimes, you know, it, it, it is what it is, you know, and. Listen, not every kid's going to be in the NFL, no. not every kid's going to be in MLB, you know, kids play sports for different reasons, and there's so much that to be learned with the sports throughout all levels that stuff like that taints it. Listen, I don't see UM football. Winning for at least 10 years. They could, they could win sooner. Okay. We'll see. They could win sooner. Ho hopefully by that time we're in episode 500. <laughs> But, <laughs> oh, oh like man, 5, I just think that, I, I just think that they're so far behind. Middle Tennessee is recruiting better than you. That's tough. Duke. That's tough. Put it, took it to you. That's tough. Man. Like I said, I know people that went to the FSU game, they didn't leave because they didn't drive. No, no, like that okay. game. So that's what I'm saying. Like they're so far behind, and these mediocre schools have blown them away. They're, they're, they're going to change the culture, okay. but you know, but a, a team that is winning before we go, the Miami Dolphins, seven and three, atop the AFC East. I didn't think I would, I would see the day since Marino that it's third and fifteen, Mike, and I'm confident that they're going to get the first down. That's that's never happened. Hey, you know, Duper Clayton hasn't happened since Duper Clayton. Listen, these guys, Waddle, uh, Tyreek, the Cheetah, the squad guys, oh, and, and you got two guys, or throwing not just that when they when they're running their routes. And I am not a big football guy, but you know, I'm watching, I'm watching, and Tua gets in trouble. That Tyreek Hill just starts running any route he wants, and this guy just throws the ball in the vicinity, and this guy gets there before the other guy. It's easy to be a quarterback like that. How's Tua, by the way? Is he healthy? He's we healthy. Passed the protocol? He's healthy. He's fine. But without Tua, they were 0-3. Listen, I like I said, without Tua, Tua they could have moved the ball, guys. But can't get that image out of my brain. Yeah. yeah. Those fingers. But he's fine. He, you know. Oh, okay, I know. I know. I know. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big boxing guy. I see that. You know what I'm I talking see about, that right? all the time. Tua, the quarterback uh, of the I Dolphins. I have no idea. Bro, Man, he, he, he was out. He was bad. Like, they took him he in, in a stretcher. Like yeah, no, bad. It was really bad. And it happened back-to-back. -back yeah, back-to-back. -back. And Two, it was hey, like this. He, it's, it oh, was bad. Wow. I'll, I'll show you. But, you know, but listen, again, uh, guys are 13-1 now as a starter in the yeah. NFL. 13-1, 14-1. Like um, the guy's the real deal. The guy's a winner. I love his enthusiasm after great plays. I love his emotion. That's big for me. And like I've always said, I like big quarterbacks. I like big guys. He's not a big guy, but hey, he's my guy. He's our guy. I think short people are the best, by the way. <laughs> but uh, but uh, now when the O line six five, buddy. Right. <laughs> Doug Fl Doug Flutie Doug Flutie played great, yeah. but uh, you know we we had uh, we had a, a ton of coaches, a ton of quarterbacks over the years. David, finally, we have this guy Mike McDaniel, and Mike McDaniel. What I like about him is that. You just went from a from a hard ass and Brian Flores. They they just showed the the they mic'd up Tua this week, and they put this Tua last year with Brian Flores and Flores was just very dismissive, very whatever. This guy's is, I'm your coach, but I'm your boy, and he's like, boy. boss, what are we gonna do now? What are we gonna do now, boss? No, we're gonna do this and this and this, and he's there telling Tua. Hey, you know, this is what you're doing well. You know, I know you're gonna be hard on yourself, but you did this and this and this, man. You had a great game. Yeah, you I know mean, that you need to. Two was a kid. Yeah, let's just put it that way. Two was a kid. Third year in the league, 
you need somebody yeah. to bring you up, not somebody to put you down. And that, yeah. that's what Flores did. A hundred percent. And um, you can tell what McDaniels is doing. I mean, not only in their record, but you can tell that in their locker room, their energy, their aura, he's um, his energy is something the Dolphins have needed, right? He's making moves in San Francisco. He ran a crazy offense. He came down. He asked for, I need speed. And they gave him speed. So, you know, he has a voice. He's a leader. Um, you can tell that he, his energy feeds off. Like the other, last week with Justin Fields, he told him something like, stop doing yeah, that. Yeah, he's like, stop yeah, that. Stop, stop <laughs> it. Yeah, stop so, it. So, yeah, it's a, it's a great move. Um, you know, I, I, I don't want to say, but I saw it coming, right? A lot of people didn't know who this kid was. Me too. They saw an eye on him. And, you know, I those those offenses in San Francisco, they were, they were balling. Look, and I'm, I'm going to knock on wood because this is a guy that I could foresee being here a, a very long time. Like a Don Shula. He's young. He's really and young, he's too. really young, too. You know, and it, and it just goes, you know, back to what we were saying. You, you, build, you build a winning culture. You build a culture that, you know, yeah, we're going to be tough, but we're going to have fun. We're going to, you know, we're going to bring you players. We're going to build a program. And I think that's what Mike right. McDaniel's doing. Right. And uh, the owner, Ross, he opens that checkbook, baby. He does yeah. open up that okay. checkbook. He opens that checkbook. He put up four hundred million of his own dollars for that Reno, that renovation. The guy was a check, but we just traded for somebody, then we signed him right, right away. Oh yeah, right. That's why I've never been down on guys. Got open a checkbook. I've never been. I've never been down on Ross, never. Mike, because you know never. why? Never. He's made mistakes. A billion of them. El tipo no le salía nada bien, but you know what? He was trying. No man, you know, and then he tried to bring Brady, and he got in trouble for trying to yeah, bring Brady. Man. That's why with, that, trying to win. with the whole thing with Flores, to you know? me, that was like, come on, man. Come on. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, he's, um, I mean, he's doing a great job. You know, you, you have a team that's right there. It's ready to go right over the hump. Your weaknesses, your edge rushers, and you go get one of the best in the league. I think we sold out for the first time season tickets and the first time in... Man, I, Miami needs I, this. I, I love it, man. Sold out, sold out season tickets. Wow. I remember saying, saying yeah. this last week, and 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 Eric, so so you could hear this. There's two teams that could make me flip a chair, you know, throw things or or cry from happiness, and they're the Yankees and the Dolphins. So only those two teams, you know, every other team that I that I love, I love, but those those two teams, man, could could you know. And and I, having I having the Dolphins win like that, yeah. it, it, it's it's amazing. I hate well, to say it, Armando, you've probably thrown a lot of chairs in the past. Oh my God! Oh, <laughs> Wait, the Dolphins? Long, long time. Listen, I I a ton. I love the Ross. Like I said, he spends money, opens the checkbook, and now for the first time, like we just said, they're sold out season tickets. It's big. Listen, that's how you make money. Yeah. Money in, yeah. money out, money. That's how you money make money. money. Exactly. Now he wants to go and and go. Bobo, go you get built him. it. Go get it. You know what I mean? You want to now put it away? Go. Go for it. But he built it, man. Yep. Can't criticize him. Can't criticize Mike, him. another one in the books. Another one in the books, number six. Thank you to David Vela Thank and Coach guys. Eric Cabrera for, for being on. And Mike, you know, we're going we're gonna to keep bringing it. Steven Suarez next, next week. Next week, Steven Suarez, uh, coach at ABC. He's got a lot to talk about. Drop barrels. We're going to talk about weight room. We're going to talk about a lot of things. He's going to be fun. He's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, and drop us a line. Let us know. You know, like like Mike said last week, if you want to come on as a guest, let us know. Let us know. Any anybody, we want to hear your point of view. Want to hear with lots to talk about. Um, but I said, I think we need to get some. I'm really interested in in talking about the difference in the player between regular season and postseason. I have to get some psychologists in here for that. Really want to talk about that. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna dive in deep, Mike. Yeah, I want to dive in deep, deep as we can. But this has been Diamond Dreams Miami up and in. Catch us on every single podcast, every single um, one app. 
Apple, Tell your friends. Spotify, whatever you want. Just listen to us. Local food next week. See ya. Later, guys.